We're back, everyone. It's June, June 5th, Friday morning at 7.30. I had two cups of coffee, played a shit ton of Fallout 76, and I'm ready to get some things done for you guys. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, uh, just a slight news at the beginning. Um, uh, some things have been changing outside of podcasting with uh, Abby and I. She's gotten a lot more busy with her day job, and I've gotten a lot less busy with mine and um, trying to get back on track with uh, getting some getting some things done for you guys. And I'm, I'm excited for what we have for you, especially this month. Um, I can't say too much into that other than there's an episode that starts with the Surrey and ends with the Hughes. Um, and then there's a special day this month that has uh, episode part one and part two. I'll let you figure that out. Obviously, with that being said, we're all gathered here right now. You got your headphones on. You're in your car. You're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. But look, let me tell you, this episode, right, is recorded with Cassandra Cherry. Um, Abby and I sat down with her, with Cassandra, sometime early quarantine-ish, somewhere around there. We had a good old discussion about video games and um, Cassandra's voice acting for Emperor Pigs and her audiobooks that she's getting into. Um, it, it was a great old time, and I really enjoyed the conversation with Cassandra and um if you haven't listened to Emperor Pigs at all this time that I've been talking about and promoting it, especially after the recording with Persephone, how have you not? Stop what you're doing right now. Go listen to Emperor Pigs and come back because you're really going to be interested in hearing about Cassandra's, uh, her side on things. And it's, like I said, it, go. Just go listen to Emperor Pigs and then we'll get back to this. All right. All right. And one last thing. Um, as something we started last month, uh, at the end of every episode, we have a trailer for other audio dramas and podcasts we think you're going to like. Um, this one is no different. Um, so please stick around after the credits and, uh, enjoy. This episode contains adult topics such as sexual jokes, assault, and other sexual-related topics. Listener discretion is advised. So what has everyone been playing during this whole shit-pocalypse? I have not been playing anything. I When I wake up, I go to work. And I work until I need to sleep, and then I sleep, and then I wake up, and I do it all over again. So let's say the podcast is the podcast has heard enough about me playing Animal Crossing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Animal Crossing, have you even like uh do you did you get your copy, Cassandra? No, I haven't. I literally haven't had a chance to do anything for myself. I mean, I know the feeling. I know exactly what that feels like. Oh yeah. It's banana sandwich. Yes, banana sandwich. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad it's catching on. <laughs> I appreciate the phrase. It's so accurate. Because <laughs> it's like, this shit is bananas, but also, fuck if it's not all wrapped up in a goddamn sandwich. An idiot sandwich. <laughs> I'm an idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Gordon Ramsay. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Well, obviously, Abby's been, like, head deep in Animal Crossing. Like, I've not seen her on anything but Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> it's worth it. Like, that is such a peaceful, chilling game. Like, I have put on streams of people playing it in the background while I'm doing not audio-intensive work. And it's just really nice. 
isn't the majority of the work that you're doing is is, is like the audiobooks? Because we were just talking about um, before we started recording, uh, Cassandra's mm-hmm. working on a bunch of audiobooks right now. Um, so is that the majority <laughs> of the work that you're doing right now? Oh, oh yeah. Like when I mean like not audio intensive, uh, bleh, audio intensive. Um, there are parts during the editing process where. I can have audio in the background, and I'm just listening for the spaces of silence in the narration Mm. and figuring out where, okay, so there's this much, and then it needs a pause here, and then this much, and it needs a pause here. Okay, what do I go through with this? Well, I have to go through the uh, macro, and that's got a process for, like, two minutes. And then there's also stuff like, ah, I need to zoom in real close and go amplify negative 30 on all the silences so you can't hear me breathing. Mm. Shit. How how many hours are you trying to put up with that? Uh, like, total hours of work or total yeah. hours of, yeah, like, like, product? Like how, like, how many hours a day would it, would you sit down and be working on that? You know, obviously... The, At the least 12. <sighs> I've been working 12-hour days ever since the quarantine truly started. So would you say that is your day job or are you doing something else as well? Well, my day job is usually working for my dad, but that's currently on hold, as is most things with the crisis, which, you know, is like, it's terrible to say it, but it couldn't have come at a better time for me <laughs> personally. We, we we can always acknowledge that shit sucks in the world and yet we are thankful for certain things that come out of it, you know. Yeah, honestly, like all of my outside responsibilities have been canceled and it's not my fault this mm. time. So you wake up and um, with the so you wake up and you go to your recording setup to record for the audiobooks. Um, yeah, pretty much because I've got one book that I have dubbed the teenage detention romance and I voice that <laughs> entirely as Haley Carlson. Like, if you're familiar with my character from Emperor Pigs, like, the main character is Haley Carlson. And so I like do her the actual voice. character, or are, you, or are you just saying, like, the voice preference? The voice preference. Like, I did the audition okay. with that voice, and she's like, perfect. Ship it. You're doing it in <laughs> April. And I'm like, but I already have someone scheduled. It's like, yeah. Uh, and then there's also one that is the Christian trucker marriage fantasy romance. Christian trucker marriage fantasy romance! Yeah. <laughs> that's how I described this book. Oh my god, that's so good. Wow. Yeah. I so know exactly I re- what that book is about. Exactly. I'm trying to picture it. Like, I've, been around, I've been around enough truckers in my life to like kind of understand uh, a lot of how their, their mindset is. I'm trying to picture Christian trucker. Like, So he stays away from lot lizards and he... Praises everyone instead of cusses them on the road. I mean, what's up? What's up? I want to give me more details on this. Okay. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and all of his fucking carpenter <laughs> friends. All right. So I, I can give you basically a summary of what I have skimmed through and recorded so far without like spoiling anything. Okay. Okay. So essentially, what happens in this book is the main character. Nate goes and he steps in for his brother-in-law for his uh, trucking company. Brother-in-law has to go on a several-month vacation with his wife, 
And so he's like, I'll, I'll handle things. And he's like a godly man. And he's, and he's like a fighter, but he's trying not to be like his dad. And he's got all these issues. And he falls in love with the woman who crashes her pull truck into the side of his garage and shifts the whole foundation by a foot. Jesus. Oh, that, that's fighting words right there. She got <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fall out of love. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's a case of opposites attract because he's got a whole lot more, like, maternal, like, caring stuff. Shush phone going on behind the scenes. And she's just so so butch and she's very concentrated on being better better than all the men she has to prove she's as good as any man and so uh, and they, and she's got issues like so many issues and he convinces her that marriage is probably a good thing that you need in your life right now and also you should come to jesus <laughs> so that's that's basically this book oh god <laughs> um so what what exactly got you into doing, you know, uh, audiobooks, you know, as far and even voice acting in general? Like what brought you? Um, I read somewhere about reading stories with your father. Is that what you would say would do it or is there more to it? Oh, there's lots more to it because like every like not everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people have a parent who reads to them at night. And like dad was just very intense. And he did character voices for all the characters, and I loved that, and I tried to imitate that throughout my entire life. There was this one time in freshman year of high school where we were reading a book about the Holocaust, and it was my turn to read a chapter. And so, I uh, one, I didn't know how to do a German accent, so I turned a Nazi into a Scottish pirate. Fine. And, and Love there, it. And there was a woman on the train who was seeing one of the concentration camps for the first time. And they had like the, uh, it's not a coronation. Fuck. What do you, it's a C word where people get burned after they're died. Cream, cremation. 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 Yeah. There's a crematorium. And so she starts screaming about the fire. And so I read the word scream fire. And so I st- so I screamed her lines with great oh. intensity and passion. And I was never asked to read again in that class. <laughs> was it, um, I'm trying to think of, of, of what book that might be. Cause there was always, there was that one, I don't know. It's like a huge thing in North Carolina curriculum. Oh shoot. I can't even remember the book. Word. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I read like 80 different Holocaust books in my childhood with school, so I oh, can yeah. help you on that one. Oh, yeah. I remember the I mean, cover was blue. Oh, Night by Ellie Wiesel. Was yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah, that was it. Oh, God, that just reached depths into the back of my brain. <laughs> damn, I should you're be damn, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like you're psychic. I can see into the depths of my mind. I was just... <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, just like st- information is just stored somewhere in the folds of my brain. Mm hmm. Oh, that was really cool. That was really intense. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been a role that you have favored the most out of everything you've acted? Oh, gosh. I mean, I cannot tell you how much I love Haley Carlson. I'll be real honest. I also really <laughs> love Jules. And mm-hmm. Sandy, basically anything I've done for Postal Roach. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It is a fun company, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's it's really fun. And the characters are just like French kiss, moi. <laughs> or not French kiss, chef kiss. kiss. <laughs> yeah, that me. <laughs> I was like, I saw it, I, saw it, I heard French kiss and then you kiss and I was like, I don't, I don't think Sandra No, uh, that's meant not that. it. I think I'm, uh, I'm just picturing I'm her like holding memes. her hand and just like sticking her tongue all through her fingers and stuff. No. Oh, See, gross. no, the problem is, is I heard the sound and saw the chef's kiss. <laughs> I know, like, right? And I went, did she say French kiss? <laughs> I was thinking chef, Italian, Italy, Europe, Europe, France, France, French, France. French kiss. <laughs> oh, ADHD um, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> is there a role that either of you... Um, uh, have have would have loved to act, or in the future, maybe something that's been announced that you guys would love to act. Um, you know, whether it's in a video game or animated series, or um, maybe movie if you actually wanted to actually physically act. But anything in general, like a role that you wanted or you've been wanting. Are you saying like a missed opportunity? I guess you could say that, <laughs> um, but it could also be an opportunity as things in the future as well, like anything that's been announced. Anything that's like actually, yeah, official. Uh, I was gonna say, I, there's this, there's this um, indie game that got announced, um, and I did a recording for. I did an audition for. Oh shoot, what is it? Uh, Self checkout, um, and it looks really cool. It's about uh, this uh, person, uh, you as the the player, getting stuck in an abandoned mall. And mm-hmm. the only two like voiced characters is like these two overhead announcers that do you know welcome to the Disbury Mall you know, um, and like that project was so cool. I didn't get the part, but oh, it was I like saw that. yeah, it, oh. self it's self checkout unlimited I think is what it's called. Yeah. So I'm oh, following I wish their Kickstarter. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm following their Kickstarter now because I'm like way too into the idea of this game. <laughs> it sounds so fun. Yeah, it sounds so funny. Yeah, God. I'm so excited. Yeah, and there was like another one where you could be it was it was one of those games where the god voice was creating a game and it wasn't finished yet. And so you were the sarcastic voice of God, the person who created the game. <laughs> and I wanted that role so badly. I just want to be the narrator from the Stanley Parable. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's a um, dream for sure. I know, right? But that was a totally different one. I just Love the entire concept of that. <laughs> um, so, you know, what exactly with, where is, uh, you know, when you said, when you're talking about, you know, voicing the God, do you mean like, would you, would you prefer, like, that would be the one you would, you would want to voice for the question? Uh, maybe. I'm good uh-huh. with voicing anything, honestly. Like, I, I don't think too far ahead as in oh i would really like that role it would just make my life if i made that role because that's just a recipe for disappointment i'm so used to auditioning for things and not getting it and it's just sad it's a very it's a huge discrepancy i know vincent and i've talked about this separately but like it's one of my biggest pet peeves of of there's some people who are amateur voice actors um who don't they don't do acting in other respects so they don't understand how much of the business just is rejection. It could have nothing to do with you. Like, it, it really doesn't. You, like, you could be, you could have done the best thing you've done. It could have been great work, and it's just not what they're looking for. You know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and some people some people get a little butthurt and a little stiffed about stuff like that. But I, 
I, I don't know. I've, I've reached definitely a point in my career where it just like it doesn't phase me. I forget about auditions almost as soon as I do them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like auditioning the way that I do for like casting call club and for like other voice acting jobs is precisely what got me into this trouble I've got right now with the audiobooks. Mm. Honestly, I auditioned like I normally would. And I just took like eight hours and I did as many auditions as I could in that particular amount of time, expecting to get rejected for every single one. Yeah. And then four people decided, hey, we like you. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So. You're like, like, God damn it. Now I got to (laughs) work. Yeah. God damn it. Fucking shit. How did this piss hell happen? I didn't expect for people to actually like me. Of course. Well, of course they like you, silly. <laughs> oh my god, that's the cutest oh, voice. I'm so sorry. I do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Because <laughs> sometimes when you have a little baby voice, it's just a lot of fun to like poke it out and like be like, hello. Yeah. We love you. It's fine. <laughs> it's definitely like my little like reverting into a chibi form of myself. I appreciate it. Sounds it sounds like me on a normal day. <laughs> I mean, that is your icon. Oh, whoa, 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 Ooh. whoa, whoa. Uh, for those of you who can't see, Vincent's <laughs> Vincent's icon is a pop vinyl of Vincent himself. Mm. Um, I look like a cholo, for the record. Yeah, you, cholo. Don't, you don't look like a cholo. You, you can- don't uh. look like a cholo. <laughs> Why would you All his look bite. like a cholo? Exa- exa- I don't. Vincent is. You're. I'm a honey. I hate to tell you this, but you're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong. It's it's a very it's a pretty accurate pop vinyl like make of Vincent. The reason why she says that is because my pop doesn't have a lot of hair, so it's she's just, hitting that mark real well. It's got the glasses and I, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Does it have right. a beard? Uh-huh. I can't see if it has a beard. Blue shirt. Yeah, blue it has shirt. pants. Blue shirt. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Headphones on. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to make it a pop version of Abby now. I just want to see what she looks like in a pop version. That would be adorable. Do it. (laughs) Oh, no. My icon, um, at least on on Discord, is an Animal Crossing version of myself that I got commissioned Mm -hmm. um, for very cheap. And I love it very much. (laughs) Oh, it's it's so good. It's so cute. I don't think you actually can have that hair in Animal Crossing, but it needs no. to be imported as a mod. I yeah, I wish. I hope so. I mean, they only have very few like um like hair like you can buy like the different styles for stuff. Mhm. Yeah, um, and not all of it's like available at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's um, yeah. So speaking of Animal Crossing, um what how is your island coming along your Inception Island? My Inception Island? Yeah, your Inception Island. What are you talking about, Inception? Like, the idea that you remember when you, me and you first started talking about your Animal Crossing, you're like, I have an island within an island. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the island the island within the island is now just an orchard. Um, So there's just, there's just all the fruit, uh, and only mm-hmm. I can access it. My villagers can't access it, but it has all of the fruit. Um, Yes. So that you've stockpiled exciting. all the essential resources. Yeah. You've just, monopolized just, it. Well, I've, I've done that, and I've also isolated myself on a cliff. Um, like, my house, I completely relocated my home onto the top of a cliff, like uh, like a couple cliffs up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, 
So and everyone else can go away. Absolutely. Do not touch my home. Don't touch my wait, flowers. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say that you made sure that the other villagers can't get to the fruit? Yeah. No, yeah. They, the peaches. What a listen, dick. No, 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 no. No, 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 You shut your mouth. The peaches, because my, my native fruit is peaches, and those are abundant. They're everywhere. They're everywhere on the island. All of the Tiny fruit, little asses. Exactly. All of the fruit that doesn't come from Ireland, all of the non-native fruit, it sits in an orchard in in the middle, in, in my little islandception, as you like to call it. <laughs> um, so would you say, like, for Abby, like, would you say that Animal Crossing is your favorite game series or Animal Crossing no. New Horizon being your favorite game? What would be your favorite game? Of all time? Yeah, of all time. Your I favorite refuse one game. to answer that question. Valid. Okay. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'll top three. Um, top three. Okay. Uh, I Okay. But I have to lump them into series, if I'm allowed to do that. Um, the, sure. Mass of, the Mass Effect series is probably <sighs> top of the chart. It's dead. Yes. Okay. Why are you trying to get on my good side right now? I'm not. I'm, I'm being very genuine. I've not played Andromeda, okay. but one through three uh, were very important to me. And, like, those were games that I just couldn't put down. I love a good RPG. Um... See, because now we're talking about my like my favorites versus like things that um, Vincent had uh, tagged me. I keep saying um, and it was really bothersome. Um, wow, it's, um, it's like um, almost yeah. like a, um, a, a placeholder um, for when you're um, trying to gather your own thoughts. Only. No, but it's just like I I just think about I do it and then I think about like listening to it and then I'm like, damn. Uh, no worries, she can get cut. <laughs> Vincent had tagged me in something on Twitter in which it was like the four games that have influenced your life the most. Mm. And there is overlap in which like my favorites and games that influenced me. And I think the Mass Effect series has to be up there. Star Fox 64 also has to be up there. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Yes. A third one. That I love them. I oh, my first inclination is to say Bioshock Infinite. Okay, Ooh. okay, okay. Yeah, solid. I, I love Bioshock Infinite. Are you? Are you? So that's why you're dead happy. It's coming the Switch. Oh my God, I'm so happy. The whole Bioshock series is coming. I haven't finished playing through one and two. Sorry, before, but <laughs> before we get away from Bioshock, I just want to say that like the the day that they had the Nintendo um, for listeners, they had Nintendo Mini Direct uh, like a couple weeks ago, and in the middle of it, which I didn't that think was, about like, last like, reading, week, homie. Reading, I saw the 2K announcement, and like I did not put two pieces together. I'm like, okay, 2K, maybe we're getting Mafia or some shit. When they said Borderlands, like me and Chris are watching it, my best friend and coworker, like I was screaming in joy. I, it took me to stop. I'm like. Oh, wow. Hold on. Let me calm down real quick and sound like a gentleman like I'm supposed to over here. I am very happy that this is finally coming to Switch because I was just talking about this like 12 months ago. It feels like why I don't have this on Switch, I'll never know. And now we're finally getting on May 29th, which is it's a weird day if you think about it. Like Bioshock, Borderlands. What else do they have? Um, Shit, what else is 2K? Oh, uh, XCOM and another game that's not even 2K related. Everything's coming like on May 29th. Okay, I'm done. Sorry, I, I zoned out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got I May like... 29th, and I was like, wait, I'm supposed to respond. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Do you favorite games, Cassandra? <laughs> top three? You got a top three? Uh, 
<laughs> Shit, sorry, I'm embarrassed by myself now. No, don't. Um, <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee. I do way worse on a daily, so let's go. Come on. Okay, top three. Um, I'm also gonna have to like group that up into like series because okay, okay, where you were super interested in like Mass Effect, I'm like that with Dragon Age. Dragon okay. Age is my Ooh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, like the I am so hyped for Dragon Age Four, and it just. I, I, I follow the news with Bioware and what EA is doing to Bioware. My dad used to work in the video game industry with Ensemble Shut the Studio. Front door. Like, this is not a, a my dad work my uncle worked for <laughs> Nintendo. My, like, my dad works for Nintendo. <laughs> like, I got that game worked... early because my dad worked for Nintendo. <laughs> like, for, for most of my life growing up, he worked for Ensemble Studios. And oh, so. Damn. He's, um, remind me and the listeners who is who is what is Ensemble Studios behind? Uh, Ensemble Studios is behind Age of Empires, Age of Mythology, okay. and Halo okay. Wars, the uh, sort of uh, real time strategy game for Halo. Right. So mm-hmm. they did those. Okay. 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 And All right. the company got dissolved because this advisor that Microsoft got in from EA decided that the company was too far away from their main headquarters for them to properly, like, oversee it and everything. And so why don't you just cut it? Because that'll save you so much money. And, like, <sighs> they they were, like, a year late on their game when you put uh, unfair expectations on them. So that's totally legit, right? Totally. Just, yeah, just if if you're not in the know with the video game industry, EA has a whole lot of horrible policies with like eating up young unmarried Star Wars. men. <clears throat> yeah, Star Wars, but just eating up young unmarried men, working them till they're bone dry and then like cutting them loose, destroying yeah. companies. It's the worst. And like Dragon Age 4 was they had a really good concept behind it. Where... What a weird ass announcement! For, I'm sorry to interrupt, but what a weird ass <laughs> announcement for that game too. I know, right? Like they I were love. Just like, hey, we're working on it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're working, working on it. On it. Like, That's literally what they were like. They were working on it. Just and they haven't said I shit else. I feel so bad for them because they got pulled off of working their first draft of uh, DA4 to work mm. on Anthem. They oh, ugh. they are not a whatever the fuck anthem is company they are an rpg company yeah right and so they had to redo like engines and refigure a whole lot of shit in order to do what they were assigned and it's the same kind of stuff that they pulled with andromeda it's such bs did you uh did you play inquisition hell yeah I don't I know how I feel about that. Like, I started. That. I got. A, I got a good bit into it before Andromeda dropped, but like, uh, at a certain point, it, I don't know. It just felt so clunky to me. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was just. I've always been a sort of like one of them far away fans of Dragon Age. Like, I like the concept for it. Their promotions are always dope. The trailer for Dragon Age Origins, what they had with Thirty Second at Mars with This Is War, oh, was yeah. in fucking insane. I still go back to the trailer sometimes, mm-hmm. and but like. But it was just Inquisition. I don't know. Like, I had hopes for it. But Inquisition, I mean, I had hopes for all of them. Yeah, Inquisition was better than DA2 precisely because they actually got an adequate amount of time to work on it. They had a whole year cut off of DA2 in the production schedule. And it was just, ugh. That's why all the maps look the same. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, I, I I can see where you're coming from with a lot of it being clunky and stuff, like particularly the animations needed a lot of work, which is a, a problem you find in Andromeda as well. But uh, like story-wise and like mechanic-wise and graphics-wise, it's still chef kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got Dragon Age. What's next for you? Ah. Uh. Uh, next would probably be Stardew Valley. Yes, Ooh, bitch! Okay. I, yeah. did, I didn't see this coming. Yes, I just bitch. got this. Didn't see this coming. Oh, gosh. See, I grew up with Harvest Moon, and yeah. Harvest Moon meant so much to me, because it was, like, literally the first video game I ever played. Yeah. My older sister was older than me by seven years, and she had an N64, and she never let me watch her play. She never mm. let me be in the room when she played. And if I was to play on her N64, I had to have so many special rules. And if it overheated, I was not allowed to play it for a week. Real? Um, she was wasn't strict. Wasn't Stardew Valley influenced by Animal Crossing, from what I'm understanding? Uh, I don't by know. Animal Crossing, probably a little, maybe. But it was mostly It definitely is very Harvest akin Moon. to Harvest Moon, yeah. Yeah. It's a very Harvest Moon-esque game with like the mechanics and mm-hmm. the heart values and the events. I was too young to really understand, like, the mechanics behind Harvest Moon, so I didn't really ever have fun with it as a child, but Stardew Valley, as an adult, I was like, this is all I want to do for the rest of my life is farm. I know, right? I've got, like, 500 hours in that game. I'm not going to lie. Damn. Holy crap. Who did you you hook up with uh, your first time playing? Oh, Abigail. Really? I love Uh, Abigail. Is she the girl, the daughter of the guy who owns the shop? Yes. Purple God girl. damn it! She, that's the girl I want, but she is so fucking hard to impress. <laughs> I, is she? Like, what? You just no. to me, Give to, her me to me, Yeah, yeah, but you just don't mind that shit. Amethyst. Oh, it's easy. <laughs> Make um, a crystallarium. You get an amethyst like every other day. I. What did I? Who? Uh, the redhead. Oh, which redhead? There are several. Uh, the 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 one who lives down da- uh, down down towards oh, the Emily? river. Uh, no. Is that her name? No. No, Emily the is the blue haired girl. Leah. 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 Leah was the person yeah, I married first. I married oh, Leah first, and then I married Sebastian. <laughs> the evil. Because... I love him. Whoa, 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 whoa. You two have already married, like, multiple people playing this game? Yeah, I, I, married, got... I married God. Leah. I divorced Leah. Erased her memory. Oh, no. Well, I liked oh, Leah. No. I Now that I've married Sebastian, because, you know, I, I, I gotta love my goth boyfriend. But, like... I had, after I divorced Leah, wiped her memory, married Sebastian, and then I was like, man, Leah treated me so much better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, see, I make different save files when I decide to marry different characters. That's fair. I I am committed in one lifetime. I just wiped their memory. (laughs) Isn't there a guy who looks like a girl? Um, Is this the one with the long hair? I swear to God, I thought that was a girl for the first time. I'm like, oh, Elliot looks like cute. Fabio. <laughs> he does. Yeah, this person is pretty cute. And then I like, zoomed so in, like, this, something, something brought it up where it was a male. And I zoomed in, I'm like, oh, sure enough, this is a guy. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> Not my choice. Oh, I love him so much. He's so funny. Like, he just I, lives I, in I a was... shed on the beach. <laughs> like, I platonically want him to live on my farm so that sure. he can help with the farm work, but we don't date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because there's like, he has dialogue that suggests he wants to do that. And some people are like, oh, it's so romantic. He wants to go like date him with you. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm going to take him on as a hired hand. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> if I could, if I could just have a close group of friends that we all like, I'm like, yo, man, I'm gonna rent you out my third room in my barn, and uh, we'll all live together and work on this farm together. I, homie, you know, I got way more money than you do, anyways. <laughs> just mass-produced starfruit. Oh yeah, money Before- for days. Before the breakup, when I first got Stardew Valley, like I was sitting down spending a day trying to impress Abigail, trying to learn how the game works. Because to me, and I, I guess, but I haven't played as much as you two. So, but like in my defense, I didn't know how the fuck to know what you to get this person or not. Like I think there's a somewhere in the menu where it tells you what this person likes or dislikes. But I still don't understand. Like, was it more than that, or you know, vice versa? But like, Brendan would sit back and watch me play it a little bit, and she would see me fail trying to hit on this one, the Abigail. And mm-hmm. that was harder than what it actually seemed <laughs> like for that. Abigail is honestly, like, one of the easiest to impress. I don't know why you're having such a hard time. I don't know, but... Feed I her quartz. how much... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, what, so, Dragon Age, Stardew Valley, and what is the final one for you? Oh, I haven't thought, of the, I haven't thought ahead this far. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Favorites. Favorites. No one's going to hold you to it. No one's going to hold you to it. No pressure. True, true, true. Hold on. Let me open Steam. (laughs) See what you have the most hours in? (laughs) Literally. Number one is going to be Stardew. Sure. Not going to lie. Hold on. Uh, So are you uh, exclusively a PC gamer? Uh, yeah, pretty much at this point. Like... Hold on. D E D. Not now, Avast. Not now, phone. Ugh. Hold on. Oh, you, you, we all got the same notification. I was like, I was like, were you talking things about mine? Up. I, also, I also got pinged. <laughs> no, my phone is just like, hey, remember me? I exist. Hey, listen. Silence. Hey. What's that? Hey, look, listen. Hey. My older sister had that notification for her phone, and I was like, oh, dear bad. God, no. Bad, uh, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, oh, but that's good too. Ah, shit. Now I'm looking Just at all my games and I'm like, no. I I've got so many. I've got so many. Do them all. How about I, how about we give you a bonus one? Does that help? A bonus one, dude. Yeah, you get three and a bonus. You're making this hard on me. I have to make <laughs> choices. Okay, so just based off of what I'm looking at now, Overwatch. There we go. I oh, forgot that existed. Oh, yep. okay. Yep, 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 okay. yep, 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 yep. Yep, that's, yep, even, that's yep, not yep, even yep, on yep, Steam. Yep, yep, yep. Who do you mean? I just it. I what is mean... Your, uh, what? Yeah, that was exactly what Abby, Abby beat me to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean Moira and D.Va. I'm a Moira main. Sorry, I can't Yeah, high five. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I used to be, I started as, I was wearing my Lucio shirt yesterday, and uh-huh. I was in a video call with somebody, and they're like, is that a Lucio shirt? And I said, yes. They're like, who do you mean? I said, it used to be Lucio, and then it was Hanzo. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Please don't hate me for using domain Hanzo. Hanzo. This was this was when he used to have Scatter Arrow, and it was so much fun. Um, God, I love Scatter Arrow. And then Moira, as soon as Moira came out, I was all over that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The DPS on Moira is insane. I get, like, five golds all exactly. the time, and I'm like, feel my carry. Don't get mad when your support's got all gold, motherfucker. Yeah, that's just a reflection on you guys <laughs> being bad DPS. Ooh, 
Ooh. Ooh, she really said that. Ooh. I haven't gotten to play as much as you two, but uh, what's the fat one? Is it Warthog? The one that runs around with the shotgun and the breathing mask? I Warthog. love Roadhog. Is that his name? Road, Roadhog. Uh, Roadhog. Sorry. Yeah. He's the one I played with little I played that I love to death. It's just so fun playing as that little fat motherfucker. <laughs> He's so good. Like, I did not expect that I would be good at playing him because, I don't know, it was just, like, weird thinking, yes, big, big, fat Maui man. He can just walk around, gas himself up real good, like, through, throws screws and loose bolts in a thing and goes pow. <laughs> and yet, pow. sometimes... Sometimes you just really need a hog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the amount of innuendo packed into one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you said, Sorry, uh, if never there's mind. something to do with innuendo, I won't understand. I am like yeah. innuendo illiterate. <laughs> I won't I won't I won't go into it. Uh I'll let the audience have that one. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm so sorry, audience. I don't understand anything. <laughs> oh, okay. So if I had to choose three, um, yes. obviously, uh, the first series would be Mass Effect as well. Um, mm-hmm. I have like I actually have I actually have N seven tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and I actually did play Andromeda, and I feel like I'm one of the only people in the world that I didn't mind it. It wasn't as good as the original trilogy, but it wasn't as bad as. To me, as everyone made it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, EA found a way to fuck it up in the end, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, as soon as the game came out, they were like, all right, we're not want to do anything with it or Mass Effect for a bit. So, uh, yeah, um, there Ugh. you go. EA. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I will say that, like, at a point in the game without... Like, fuck it, I don't care for spoilers, but, like, at a point in the game... If it's the first three, it's been long enough. Yeah, you get it. You get it. Well, in the Andromeda, in the in the beginning of the game, you get a chance to get the N seven armor. Oh, um, neat! I wore that shit with like flying. So proud, <laughs> I felt like. I mean, hell I'm like, yeah! Nobody sees this but me, but I'm like, this means so much to be able to have this on my armor in this game. It's your original crew. You lived three lifetimes. Yes, yeah, dude. Seven. Importing that character that that was like that was some meta shit. That they mm-hmm. pulled was importing your importing your character from game to game. Yeah, holy Moses! And Mass Effect Two was like one of the first games that like caught me emotionally, like majorly. Like uh, when toward the end of the second the second game, when you're going through the asteroid fields, and my stupid ass didn't prep the ship as much as I was supposed to, and oh, I started no. losing. Yeah, I started losing people, oh, and no. like I was still in high school, and still like I was on Facebook more than I was on my entire like social life. So like. I remember posting stuff. I was like, I can't believe I lost this person. And the girl I was dating at that time was texting me. was like, hey, are you okay? I'm in class, but everyone keeps telling me that you're posting like depressing shit on Facebook. Do I need to worry <laughs> about you? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm sorry. It's a video game. It's just, but I, it's just a video game. But like, and then Mass Effect 3 happened. And like, I cried myself to sleep the night I played that. Oh, man. Oh, man. I still need to play Mass Effect 3. I finished Mass Effect 2 for a YouTube channel that I had, and I was mm. planning on doing 3 immediately after, and it just hasn't happened. Whoa, what What about this this YouTube channel? What is, what is this talking about? So were you streaming your gaming, or...? Yeah, YouTube. Like, you know, how all the cool kids do it. 
<laughs> Let's player, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still dabble with that, or is that something you just put to the rest, put to the field pasture? I want <laughs> to just keep <laughs> put it out to pasture. <sighs> like the like the old dog. Oh no. Gotta put you old yeller out by the shed. Oh no. Goodbye, YouTube. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Like, it's something I still want to do, but I just haven't had the spoons for it, you know? Because, like, I... Doing that channel literally sort of kept me from a really bad downward spiral after graduating college. And it was something I was really invested in for, like, four years, but it just never went anywhere. And it was getting to the point where it was more stressful for me to do it than it was a de-stressor. Mm. And so I was just like, I guess I need to focus on other things in my life. Like, you know, making a living. Unfortunately, being yeah. an adult. As it happens, as you do. Um, so to finish my list off before we forget. Uh, yes, do it. Firewatch for second place. Ooh. And I guess I'm going to have to go with Fallout New Vegas for third oh, place. Yeah. And yeah. I had a bonus and I forgot what the fuck it was going to be. But I, I don't saying, know if I've you two played Firewatch yet. Firewatch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Have you two dabbled? Like, when it, like, I know when they announced that game, I was all over. Like, at the time, uh, they didn't have pre-orders for it on the PSN store. So, like, mm -hmm. I went and bought, like, a PlayStation card and wrote Firewatch on it. So, the night it came out, uh, you know, used, it, used that, that $25 card to buy Firewatch and, like, binge that fucking game in one night. How psyched I am to play that game. And it was <laughs> such a great story. Like, honestly, it really was. I didn't get to play it myself, but I watched a lot of people play it. I watched it, like, five times over, maybe? It was just really nice and interesting seeing And how, that ending? Yeah. Oh, Perfect. that was touching. Um, Sad did you ever see way. the movie Her? Her? Yes. Mm, I know Abby nope. and I had this conversation, but okay, well, <laughs> um <laughs> it was it was I don't I don't watch a lot of movies or TV uh because mm -hmm. video games are video games and YouTube are most of my entertainment. Uh, Valid. And Vincent goes he was trying to make a point, and he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever seen the movie Her? And this is after Vincent has asked me, have you seen this movie? Have you seen them? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I don't watch movies. No, no I no, don't really no. watch. I, I like movies. I just don't watch them. Um, and he's like, have you seen the movie Her? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I was like, oh, right, because I don't watch movies. Yeah, but I've seen Her. <laughs> it kind of gives that It kind of <laughs> gives that vibe off to an extent uh, with Her, with, um, mm -hmm. with Firewatch. Um, which is another reason why it's just it's such a good fucking um, game to me from the beginning to end. Yeah. Oh. And we don't even have to really dabble in Fallout. I mean, I imagine that all three of you. Hell yeah. I love <laughs> New Vegas. I haven't ever finished it, but I love New Vegas. Oh, oh, I'm currently going through a yeah. playthrough on that now for the first time in a few years, and I am loving it just as much as I did before. Nice. See... New Vegas is one of those things where I have to go through every plot line. I have to go through yes. every character's story. I have to make sure my friends and family are doing well in their lives by the time the game is over. Otherwise, what am I doing with my life? I, I have just... I have Fallout 3. 
Mm-hmm. I have not finished playing it, nor have I played any other Fallout game. Ah, oh, fair enough. God. Fallout 3 is really good. My favorite quest of Fallout's in that game, the one with the uh, red ants. I think it's like uh, they're out something yeah. vague. Oh my gosh, that the town that was is... invaded. Yes, that Ugh. quest is so fucking fun. Like, you get, like, a Rambo little uh, fucking headband and a sledgehammer, mm. and I just ran through just beating the shit out of Red Ants. Every time I play that, I feel nothing but, like, it's like an orgasm playing that one quest. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is crazy. It's literally Abby, insane. What's up? You mentioned honorable mentions for your favorite Honor- game Honorable list. mentions. Um... Uh, Hellblade, uh, the Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I now I can't remember. I love Fusion <laughs> Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy is my favorite party game, and no one else can tell me otherwise. I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's fine. It came out on the original Xbox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I was uh, there's game. Oh, Inside. Inside was the one I wanted to mention. Inside. It was. Oh my god. I think it. I think it won best indie game twenty. Yeah, it did at some point. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen it, but I'm I'm not sure if I'm remembering the right game or not. It's, it's made by the people who made Limbo, right? And it's yeah. made in the same color platform. Oh, oh also very that, good. Limbo yes. is also very good. <sighs> oh gosh, Limbo, Limbo always freaked me out. I kept getting killed by shit. I couldn't understand what was the killing spi- me. The first Fair time enough. you come across a spider, holy mm-hmm. mother! Oh gosh, my arachnophobia acted up, and I was like, eh. <laughs> 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 no, not uh, today. Is there any more honorable mentions from you, Abby? I don't know. There's there's a lot of games I would love to play or love to finish that I haven't gotten to yet. I want to play Soma. Oh um, yeah. I've I've seen some really cool shit and I have like refused to watch full playthroughs because I really want to experience it for myself. Mhm. Uh, um um oh shoot. What was that uh, RPG that literally just came out? Something Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah, I, made by the come, same people who did New Vegas. In June. Yeah. <laughs> they missed their March date because <sighs> of coronavirus. Thank you. So sad. It's yeah, it's, it's actually made by the same it's made by Obsidian. Duh. Just yeah. yeah, duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, like they were very upset by how Bioware did their not Bioware. Is it Bioware? No. Uh Bethesda. Bethesda. They were very upset about how Bethesda did their baby. Like their their launch was so so catty. I loved it. <laughs> um, do you have any honorable mentions for your list, Cassandra? Now that we're doing that. Oh, now that we're doing honorable mentions, let's open up Steam. Hell yeah! Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, the Fallout series, as always. Uh, Civilization, specifically five. Love that. Have you played six yet? I have not played six yet. I have not had the money for six yet. I haven't finished all the the, the uh, scenarios in five. Like Chris and I, my best friend, we went and bought Civilization Six uh, from Walmart one night when we were traveling for work, and it was like thirty bucks or twenty bucks from Walmart. The next mm-hmm. like day or week, it was on sale everywhere for like fifteen dollars. I wanted to punch myself. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> don't you hate it when that happens? Ugh. There are some bitch ass countries in that fucking game. They all want to just piss about everything. Bitching right? on about everything. Ugh, so frustrating. Yeah, like I've I've gotten a whole lot of like DLC for Civ Five, and so now I've got like almost a uh, uh, eighty countries. <laughs> Shit. So it's very entertaining. I've got that's like, a lot of wars to fight right there. My oh, favorite yeah. thing to do is combat. I just like taking people's shit from them. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got like the Incas and Polynesia and like the Norse. 
Like, I feel like anytime you do anything in that game, there's someone that comes to you who's like, well, I don't like that. So yeah. I am mad at you. And so now we're taking gold or fur from you. And I'm like, bitch, I'm just going to take it back. <laughs> just for that shit. How about you? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what What else for the list? What else for the list? Undertale, obviously. It's coming. The, there's so a much. huge sale on it right now, and I'm going to buy it for and play yes. it for the first time. I'm very excited. Do it. Do it. Don't let Do anyone it. tell you Get how him. to play Undertale. That's what ruined the experience for most everyone. I know when we went Noted. to the place that didn't experience in like 2017 or whatever, when they announced Undertale, like in theaters um, on the PlayStation was coming, the whole fucking theater was like screaming in joy. And I'm like, what the fuck is Undertale? <laughs> Undertale. Oh, gosh. Undertale. Toby, Radiation Fox in Andrew Hussey's basement. <laughs> I love it so much. It's it's a very personal game. It's one of those games where your choices really do matter. In fact, it matters across multiple playthroughs. So even if you like restart the game over, there's a lot of situations where your actions from the previous game will be remembered. Oh, and so God. You got to... Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Is there uh, something with a monster truck in that game that I remember seeing? Or a big-ass truck? Do I remember seeing that with Undertale? Maybe it might have been for Deltarune. Because okay, Deltarune that... is essentially the sequel to Undertale, and they had Chapter 1 come out, and I think I remember something to do with that. Chapter 1 is free on the Switch store, from what yes. I understand, for some reason. It's free because it's sort of like an advertisement slash, uh, hey, I'm doing this, slash, are you guys interested? And <laughs> he's he got a resounding, yes! And so he's like, okay. What was the last game that you two have finished, beaten all the way? Mm. Mm. I think Credits for... roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I uh... think for me, that would be Graveyard Keeper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Graveyard Keeper is a lot like Stardew Valley, except you are in med- medieval times. You're a modern person who died and was taken to medieval times, and you have to take care of a graveyard in order to get back home. And there's a talking communist donkey, and that's all I'm going <laughs> to say about that. Abby? Um, I'm trying to think. It, it's, it, was, it was like a point-and-click puzzle game. Because I play a lot of games that, like, don't have an ending, like Animal Crossing and, and oh, yeah. Overwatch, like, game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Outer Worlds was going to be the first RPG that I had played in a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot fire. Hold on. <laughs> well, while she thinks, mine was my friend Pedro. Like, oh. when I first got my Switch, they had, like, pre-orders out for that on the Switch. I was so happy that, uh, I, I forgot the name, Toast, or um, obviously... Um, devolver digital but uh i forgot the developer it was something toast but like you know that oh my god the fact that they did steam and switch for that on its launch whoo or is it xbox it was xbox and switch i think um either way like it was that game was everything i wanted on a switch like i felt glad just buying a switch just for the, or getting a switch just just to have that one game that's how much fun like that's all i ever wanted in a game and like there, a lot of the fans also are like hyping for like uh, character creator levels, which is, oh, that would make that game endless. It really um, would. I don't know if you saw any of this stuff for it, but it was like a little side scroll shooter. Oh yeah, it's on my wish list. Oh, I'm telling you, how much is it right now on the wish list? Uh, currently it's like twenty bucks. 
worth it. Yeah. The ending is so fucking funny, but it is so (laughs) fun that the game mechanics of just getting to slow down and like getting to shoot and you feel like you're in a fucking action movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really long. I will say it's not, it's not a short game as much as it looks out to be. Yeah. It looks like it would be just a short sort of comedic, like side scroller and like, no, Oh, like not without too many spoilers. There's a, there's a part where you go through sewers and, uh, the, the enemies at the time are basically referred to as nerds and they're just people who live down down in the sewers playing arcade machines. (laughs) Nice. Abby, do you remember your game? I am driving me insane. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I'm about to like go grab my switch (laughs) and go figure yeah, go it's for like, it. Well, screw it. Here we are. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hysterical. Oh my god. <laughs> I like how she cannot figure out the last game she beat. <laughs> I mean, it also. If I hadn't played Graveyard Keeper so recently, I wouldn't be able to tell you either. <laughs> uh, the next one I think for me is going to be Link's Awakening. I'm almost done with that. I'm hoping I might finish that tonight or play Fallout, uh, one of the two. I really need to get back into Zelda. I've got Breath of the Wild because I finally got a Switch very late to the party, and I just okay. haven't been able to play okay. it. Yeah, welcome back. Shoot, man. Hello. Uh, it was, I, I looked at it and then remembered that wasn't the last game I finished also. <laughs> 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 it was Broken Age. Ah, um, which is very good. It's a it's a point and click puzzle game. It's it follows two different storylines. It's very good. Highly recommend it. It's a it's it's pretty easy. It's pretty quick. Um, mm-hmm. I finished Dream Daddy. I forgot I did a full <gasps> like <laughs> Dream <laughs> Daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I forgot that I did. Uh, I was like, I went through and I was like, oh shoot, fire! I did play Dream Daddy. Uh huh. Did, did either of you play uh, Among the Sleep? No, I think no. That was the toddler, wasn't it? Yeah, that game was. I didn't ever finish it because there's a part where just I don't remember what it was, but it just annoyed the shit out of me that I could not get past. But it's like a toddler walking around with a talking teddy bear, and you're yeah. having to run away from everything. That oh. game was fucking crazy. I didn't play no. it, but I watched people play it, and it was amazing. It was so funny. It was so oh, good. It's so scary. Like, Sounds uh, like scary. Yeah, I would say I, I would like say it's, it's horror. I would think. I don't like scary games. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's only a little bit of horror. Like maybe his mom's the monster. We don't really know. No, yeah. would have want it. <laughs> I love horror games so much. I, I like I, obviously Resident Evil Three or Resident Evil in general. Um, mm-hmm. I say Resident Evil Three because I can't play it yet, and then uh, it it just makes me so mad. And like I'm having to avoid all the promotion for it because it it would just hurt me so much. Oh, I'm so sorry. The um, only the only horror I like I love watching other people play horror games, but mm-hmm. I need to be removed from the experience of playing them myself. I cannot be in Same. that first person chair. Oh yeah. Um, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Five Nights at Freddy's. Calm down. <laughs> I get so scared. Like legitimately, it's very hard for me to divorce myself from a horror experience unless mm-hmm. I've got like someone like a YouTube personality being yeah. that buffer. Yep. Did you guys, did, did you guys, did you, uh, did either of you, uh, obviously, you know, you said you're not a fan of them, but did you watch anyone or even try to attempt to dabble with Five Nights at Freddy's? I did play yes. Sister Location for the channel and I hated it. Oh my God. I the played the part, first like, one. 
the first time I knew or like when I finally got the hang of the game um, and we were playing on the computer at like a local game shop, all of us. So we had my laptop over there. So like they were, we were taking turns torturing each other, watching everyone play it. And uh, like when I finally started to get the hang of, oh shit, I'm fucked. Someone's going to die. Like, you know, when you're looking at the computer screen or you're, or, yeah, you're like, you, you're watching, you're like, okay, someone's at the door. Like as soon as I realized like someone's on the other side of the computer, I was like, nope. And I just turned the computer off in real life. <laughs> it was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to see the another jump scare. Oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Right on out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. That's and then I mean. they went and br- put that game on Fuck everything no pain, now. <laughs> I really... Like, I'm I'm a very big fan of the lore. I like the lore. I like being able to experience it mm-hmm. without my participation. <laughs> it's... Some horror games are so... Be- Outlast, like, blows oh, my mind. Outlast. I could play Outlast. Outlast. I beat Outlast. Yes. I played all of them. Oh, so mm-hmm. the one in the one whistleblower and two, oh, yeah. And now they have them on Switch. That's gonna be a lot of broken switches somewhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I played through uh, one and two, not whistleblower. I still need to do that. Whistleblower to me is my favorite one. I think because you kind of feel more badass than you do in the other two. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah, um, you have a lot more like active actually, role. Yeah, you feel like you've actually accomplished something versus the other two. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the part where, you know, your dick could, could get cut off, so. <laughs> and the swinging dicks, the two chasing you, the swinging dicks, like, they yeah. are, I'm not gonna lie, like, I, it, I I had to stop running to be like, is there dicks actually out? <laughs> and you can just see them just flopping as they're running. <laughs> oh, no. It's, like, the best part of the experience, honestly. <laughs> Big flopping dicks just chasing you. <laughs> Okay, not that part. (laughs) 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 Um, So, you know, with everything going on, um, obviously, you know, you have your gaming to go to here and there when you can't, you're not working. But um, what is your biggest joy in life? Like, you know, obviously the stress is probably with everything dealing with the virus. But what is your biggest joy in life right now? My biggest joy in life would probably be my friends, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything is still pretty crazy and just, like, I've got a group of friends that are here seasonally because I live in a college town. Okay. And everyone has had to leave because the college got shut down. Uh, we were all part of a uh, medieval fair group. We mm-hmm. all do D&D together. Hold on, I'm hold, a on, hold 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 on, we're not, medieval fair, medieval fair first, medieval fair first. I just dropped some bombs, apparently. Sorry, 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 I was getting that, but like, I didn't know about this fair thing, I want to know about this. Cool. So, Wait, I'm going to tell you about, about my sword game, fighting. Like, oh man, maybe I should ask her if she's a tabletop gamer too, and maybe if she plays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I mean, apparently I'll remove, I'll remove myself for a hot second after I have no idea what any of it means. What? Uh, we have too much innuendo in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. All right. All right. So take us. Oh, take I'm us. Sorry. Slowly, uh, do you have weapons medieval training? Fair. I want to know more about this. So you, Wait, can we talk about weapons training? Wait, this is so exciting. Do you work at a fair local to you? Because I, I, I do the same thing. So that's what. Yeah, um, there's a fair local here in Alabama. Um, obviously, it finally got postponed um, with everything going mm-hmm. on. But um, you know, I've I've been going for the past years. Like I haven't missed a year. I, almost, I was going to miss a year this year with uh, the everything going on, the stress of finances and breakup. But then yeah. they postponed it, so I feel somewhat not as ashamed about missing it. But like it is, it is an experience. It's like it's one of those things where. Um, I wouldn't say it's once in a lifetime, but when you get to actually go to it and you get that feeling of like, I could just live here. I could just do this for the rest of my life. Honestly, yeah. Like I legitimately made almost all of my best, my current best friends through the medieval fair because we've got our local collegiate medieval fair that's sort of run through the college. And I started it when I was a freshman and I absolutely adored it it was like the first it was it was like the second or third year that it it had been running so it was like very new and uh everyone was so sweet and nice and it was just a really large sense of community and I couldn't keep up with it for like junior and senior year because I was taking 18 hours of classes And I just couldn't with all of the stress. But after graduating, I was I still I was still in the college town. I had moved here permanently and I was looking for reasons essentially to stick around. And I rejoined up with the medieval fair because you could be not a college student and still be a participant. And. It has been legitimately one of the best things in my life. I fully get that. Um, I remember like the first time I, one of my close friends, Zach, and I like we. Um, <clears throat> it's about two hours drive from here, and um, we drove down there on their opening day. So I believe so. All right. Um, I want to say they were doing Saturday and Sunday, or it could have been Friday, Saturday. But uh, for the sake of story, Saturday we drove down there early Saturday morning, and we got there before the gates even opened. And like the gates, um, are made out of like you know oh, I can tell you them, you know, but they're 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 castle gate walls when you pull up in your car. Oh, that's and super we cool. pull up and we were losing our shit of how like already excited we were, but no one else was there. There was no one in in the yard. There was no one. There was nothing there. So we, uh, as far as human too. So we pulled up and we sat in the car for like two hours, you and the owners pull up. And, yeah. you know, they're like, hey, are you guys going to intend what's going on? And we're like, I don't know, dude, we're just we're just here, dude. You know, we're just here. And they were like, OK, well, um, all right. So uh, do you. Is there a reason why you're here so early? And we're like, I don't know, we're just here, man. And they were like, <laughs> all right, well, uh, come on in. So they took us in. And long story short, like we got there and we ended up working for them. Like they were like, how about you guys just get free? How about you just volunteer? Do you guys want to help us? And we're like fuck yeah we'll help you we don't know what's going on so like <laughs> our first year we, we we you know we got in we got free interest we got like a little shitty garb but not much um and mm-hmm. we just like you know we're experiencing everything from the behind the scenes of the first time and like we left out of there you know working for him telling me yeah we're gonna come back next year and like that was one of the things like on the drive back we're just like dude this is all I want to do the rest of my life right now. Can we just quit our jobs and just come live there? Like I want to do that for the rest of my entire life of how fun 
and entertaining it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I th- do not blame you. If I could just do that for my entire life, that would be great. <laughs> I have like, I, and then I went like the next year before I'm like, you know, months before I came and, you know, we went there and worked. Like I went and bought like hundreds of dollars of, um, and collected, you know, my gun, sword and like, you know, everything. Um, and so like now I have like full, like I have a chest full of everything I have to put on, um, mm-hmm. for my, uh, persona for that. And, you know, um, and I help out with the rat pucking and everything. And like I said, it's, it's it's a fun and bonding, crazy experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I had brought my ex girlfriend in, and she like loved it. She loved it so much where she began working there more than I did at the point. And then um, you know, like it was just bringing people in and then meeting people there. It's just it's so fun. It really legitimately is. Ugh, like you just meet some of the best people, the best nerds through that community. Yeah, like uh, I I want to say it, was this, it might have been the second year or whatever. But like you know, I was uh, I shouldn't be saying this. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, we had been drinking here and there. Um, and you know this the guy one of the attendees was like he pulled up with his body. He's like, hey man, you uh, you, he's like you say you what you got in your cup? And I'm like, I think I'm almost out of mead or, or rum, whatever it is ahead of time. And he's like, well, you want some of this? I'm like, what? He's like, dude, just trust me, you want some? And I'm like, all right, fuck it, pour it in there, and like. You know, him and I just started walking apart, just drinking whatever the fuck he had in his mug. <laughs> it was just hanging out and shit. Like, I never saw the dude again, but I was like, I don't know what he had, but that was like, that was Jesus juice. <laughs> Jesus juice. <laughs> oh, like my friend and like her back room mead. Oh, <laughs> mead is so good. Like, oh, she just made mead with like bread yeast. And so it oh. tasted like sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the last years, but the year before that, they started doing like a Christmas dinner. And um, so uh, basically we gather around in the hall and, um, you know, we're all a lot of us that work there in the guard. But they, um, some some attendees got to pay his tickets to see us all and uh, like have dinner with us, essentially. And uh-huh. someone had made like real sangria. Um, obviously, someone had brought meat and stuff. And I'm like trying all this new stuff that I haven't got to try any for. And like I am toasted i am so gone but like you know it was that was so fun of like getting to you know um act as far as being a part of the the actual village and and the people itself and the the king queen community and stuff and like um we even got to be on tv at that time i remember like one of the guys pushed me to he's like hey man uh go do this for me and i was like what am i doing then like i'm in front of a camera trying to explain to people what it is we actually do (laughs) (laughs) it's difficult when you're like put on the spot like that Guys, I'm still not good at acting. Oh, hey, how's it going? Hi, hi, it's it's me, Captain Seeger. Yeah, hi, reporting for duty. Oi. <laughs> it's my um, persona, oi. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then we have D&D. You know, uh, you know, I read that you're also doing your DMing, your running campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Abby? I just had like a very moment hell yeah (laughs) i know abby was like biting her lip i could see it (laughs) no i just i i uh well i i i I mean this isn't this isn't we don't need to get into my D &D habits oh do we just got very excited i i mean listen we'll we'll save it we'll save it we'll save that for a time where i don't know all right come on no better time than the present come on now yeah yeah yeah, but this is but this is Cassandra. Yeah, yeah. Come on, this is we're here. It's fine. I'm not you know, jealous. And I'll, and I'll <laughs> well, I, I it'll it'll take a few hours. <laughs> so like, 
I just I was just very excited because I was really hoping you were my kind of nerd. Um, and I I mean I could go on and on, but uh, fuck yeah, <laughs> sorry. Fine. Would I be any other kind of nerd? No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to hear, I personally, because, like, you know, you hear from D&D nerds far and wide, but question, weapons training. I want to hear about sword fighting. Uh Okay, so, um, yeah. What kind of sword? Is this fencing? Is this, are we short? What is, what is, this is, uh, legitimate fencing, like, rapier fighting, Italian style. Nice. Yes. Like, um... So through Medieval Fair, I've found, like, a lot of Society of Creative Anachronism, SCA, contacts. And uh, one of them was part of a subsection of our local barony that decided to start up a female-only fighter group, specifically to be like, okay, so women have a different learning style from men a lot of the time. We want to encourage more female fighters. And so she sort of reached out into the medieval fair group and was like, hey, ladies, do you want to learn the sword? And a lot of us were like, yes. (laughs) And so she is now sword mom. And we we started our uh, rapier training with her. And now we're going to like the local practices and like... To be honest, a lot of my friend group are like queer ladies, and this is this is the uh, pattern that has been throughout my life. But almost every friend group I've got, it will be like me, four queer ladies, and the one straight man. <laughs> and so our one straight man has also gotten into rapier fighting. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's. Does he get beat? It's, Did it's, he get beat by you guys any? <laughs> no, he's tall and a hoss. He <laughs> is so strong. He never skips leg day. He never skips arm day. He never skips, like, core day. He's built like a Russian bear. <laughs> like So, yeah. Like, even though he started a lot later than us, we often get beat by him just because he's got the reach. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. It's a big, it's a big advantage, and uh, I, I've done, I've done um, touch and go training with a couple of different weapons, um, but it's, it's always a pain in the ass when you're put up against somebody who is like just physically not the same person <laughs> yeah. as you, like just very, very physically, like you, your physical opposite, and you're just like I, this, oh I, yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah. What to do. <laughs> Trying to parry him is a bitch. Like, yeah. so my strategy when I'm faced with that kind of situation is to try and figure out ways to get around their physical advantages. So, like, say I'm fighting a real tall dude, I might go into Prima. Crawl under yeah, their legs. Crawl under the legs and stab Through into the balls. <laughs> That's legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not nearly limber enough to do that, but uh, like legitimately, prima is such a good position when when you're fighting someone because not a lot of people do it, and you have such a wide area of guard when you're doing prima 
and it's so easy to just like slip from one stance to another. It's oh, it's the coolest. <sighs> I want to do more prima. Sorry. I want to get back into I I had spoken to um uh, I I I don't know remember who specifically. I was talking to somebody and I was like, "I'm going to pick up quarter staff again." Ooh, quarter staff. I would, they're like, what? And I was like, I was like, I want to pick up quarterstaff again. I, 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 I did it a little bit. And then I, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been playing a monk in d and <laughs> um, And it's, it's been my favorite thing. And like, so I can, I, I, I would say like, I know how to wield a quarterstaff and I don't know how to fight with one. And I would love to learn how to fight with a quarterstaff. Because I can flick a quarterstaff over and over again in my mm-hmm. hand, but like. Actually fighting with it is the hard part. Yeah. Oh man, quarterstaffs are so freaking cool. Like half the time I'm playing a druid, it's like scimitars, and half the time it's quarterstaffs. What the shit mm-hmm. is a quarterstaff? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna have to look this up. It's a big long pole. It's a big. It's a big pole. old stick you hit someone with. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see. It's just a big. Imagine stick. Rafiki. <laughs> That's a quarterstaff. <laughs> okay. It's like a. Uh, it's like a staff, but bigger. Mm-hmm. You think it would be a staff, but a quarter of the size, and you're like, nah, nah. fam, it's a staff, but <laughs> oh, so technically Ray had a quarter staff. Yeah, according, it's okay. a big old stick. Big old stick, go around poking people with it. <laughs> oh, legitimately. So, what is you know? Obviously, you know you're doing your audiobooks and you're um you're doing D and D and everything else uh, with the fencing and fair, but like. What is your what I would say? What is your end goal in life? Like, what do you want before you leave the earth? Like, what do you want to have accomplished um, in in major chunks for your life? Like, honestly, honestly, I would like to get married and have kids. Like, that's a very cliche answer, but that's like one of the least attainable goals I have right now. <laughs> no, family is family is a huge thing that people value. Like, not of course not everyone values family as much as some, but like that's. I think that's a that's a super awesome goal mm-hmm. to have. Yeah, it's just <sighs> I have a lot of my own issues concerning like intimacy and all that stuff and like cuz part of it is like uh when I was a teenager I was sexually assaulted and so that has remained a thing. That's sort of like in the back of the mind there. But and also just, I am so romantically illiterate. It's it, the, To go back to D&D for a little bit, because <laughs> <laughs> this makes sense if I, if I explain it. Okay, uh, okay. Sure. In my campaign, there was this situation where I was setting up two villains as opposing forces and the players mm-hmm. could decide which one to go with as the hero side. And so I could easily adapt it to whichever side being the more righteous. Sure. But I wanted to present both of them as villains first. And so the first time they're getting to meet this character called the Sandman. Uh, you, I remember you mentioning this in oh chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... The first time you see him, you're in a a boss villain's lair, and he just sort of, like, comes out of this altar that the person was worshipping him on. And uh, all of the elves can't be put to sleep. Anyone who's not an elf gets put to sleep. Everyone's a fucking elf. And so they're just mm. terrified, and so they all have to 
run out of the basement. And there's this one character who's in such a position where she can't leave her corner physically because of the condition. And so I thought, I want to do something scary with this guy. So I'll have him come up and like sort of caress her face because that to me sounds like it's fucking scary. There's this like amorphous construction of weirdly moving sand that's sort of like flowing backwards in some places and and it's like legitimately terrifying you. And as soon as I said that, one of my players to the right of me goes, roll seduction. And I'm like, what? And so I, I rolled a natural 20. But uh, this has been a recurring thing where <laughs> every time I make a villain, my players want to fuck them. And uh, then that brings us back around to the audiobooks. So for various reasons, I'd gotten behind on like for two weeks behind on the editing process for the first book of this series of books I'm doing. And uh, I was trying very hard to match up with my deadlines and my dad wanted to help me. So I was like, yeah, okay, the way I've got it set up, uh, you can help. Just have the narration on one track and then all the dialogue I did separately. And I had markers in the narration so you can just like find the different markers and like match and plug in the appropriate dialogue for the area and so he he was fine and he was great in helping me with that but you think the thing that i forgot about this particular audiobook is that it is a christian bodice ripper and like it's it's the kind of christian bodice ripper where they replaced the the traditional like climactic sex scene <laughs> with them saying the serenity prayer together but my dad basically had to listen to me role play this woman who was thinking about this man's firm thighs and the, and had to listen to me try to act like a man trying to be sensual and he was just like this is the scariest thing i have ever had to listen to if this were a real woman, she would be crying rape. <laughs> and he wasn't wrong. But all of that to say that apparently, for some reason, the things in my brain that are romantic and scary are apparently backwards from, like, the things most other people think of as being romantic and sexy or scary and intimidating. And I don't know why. Um, And I think that is that is a I I don't want to say it's a flaw. It's not a bad thing. Like, it's just it is Mm -hmm. a trend that (laughs) tends to follow a a, a number of nerds that I know or geeks as they self-identify. Um of course, it's 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 never it's never something f- pleasant for the person in that position because uh, yeah, same. Typically, honestly. they're the ones who want to be in said relationship or what have you. Mm-hmm. Nobody else cares that they're bad at flirting or anything. <laughs> like it's just like it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like not a bad thing. It really isn't. Oh, bless their hearts. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just really so super frustrating. Mm. And like, I, I, I certainly understand that a lot because like through high school, 
I was really super oblivious when it came to a lot of that. But since then, I have really had to up my sensitivity when it came to when I was receiving said advances. Because they never stop coming sometimes. <laughs> I was in one of my Japanese classes, and I was meeting a bunch of people for the first time. And I pegged these two guys, and I was like, okay, both of these guys are interested in me. And wouldn't you know it, later on, I ended up dating both of them. Can I can I ask where about you live? I don't know if I know this answer. Oh, actually, uh, I live in about yeah. I live in Oklahoma. Oh, so oh, I want I want to this for for those of you who don't live because I I would put Oklahoma enough in like the southern part of the United mm-hmm. States in the Midwest, kind of like yeah. I, it is there <gasps> there. I think. Are you okay? Tiger King was in Oklahoma, right? Yes. Oh my god. 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 Okay, please continue, Abby. Please continue. Cassandra, oh we are gosh. not done. Oh my gosh. It was such a weird excitement of that realization. Yeah, seriously. Um, damn. Now I feel like a shit uh to tap. I was gonna I was just gonna say I think I think there's a huge pressure. Um, because I also live in the southern United States, Vincent also yeah. does. Um, uh, there is this. Can we huge... agree? I live in the more southern. Never mind. I, I will. F- I'll fight you tooth and nail, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and I'm just you. You do. You. You're a little more. You have the more dialect than I do. <laughs> well, um, I don't know about that. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You do. Uh-huh. Whoa, hold Are on. We have for the record, you for who's got for the, the deepest dialect in right here. I was born in the same <laughs> fucking state as her, I think. I know. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to find a defense on that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so so I think that, uh, you know, especially the group of us, like, grew up, there's a lot of people, there's a huge pressure growing up mm-hmm. to be dating somebody and to be in a relationship because, yeah. you know, there is this idea that is projected uh, in, into people, like, southern kids where, like, you know, not only not only are you supposed to be straight and cisgendered, mm-hmm. like the expectation is that you date people uh, in high in school, in high school, you go to dances, you, you know, r- r- ride in in <laughs> Rhett's pickup truck, like kind of and and you go to college or not. And get married very soon after. Mm. Like, it's something that is expected of you, I think, very young down here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I get I get, I get, get exactly what, what Abby was trying to say on that with the, you know, the... But, like, in a weird, I guess, I'm not really super, but, like, you know, ever since, like, when I, when I guess when I'm, I wouldn't say moved here, but like most of my life, I always like try to be in a relationship. Like I've always been the type to, um, I would meet a girl, I would get feelings for her, and I would assume, okay, we're supposed to date. We're supposed to be in like an official relationship right now. We like each other. 
we talk a lot. Why aren't we in a relationship? And um, that was a lot of my personal issues with things. Um, and then I would meet people who weren't in that mindset, and I never understood them. And we would have, like, several arguments about, like, you know, who's right or who's wrong in that. And not that there is a side, but, like, just two different mindsets battling two different things. And then, like, you know, um, recently, you know, after this last breakup, I went, I went through a lot of personal ups and downs with that. And that was one of the things a lot of me and my therapist also talked about was that, I mean, I was finally in a mindset where I understood why no one wants to rush into the ship. Like, not that I was, but like, I didn't see myself dating him before. I just wanted to, I don't mind having friends. I don't mind talking to people, but being in a relationship isn't something that you have to force. And it took me like most of my life to understand that. And then to circle back, like with Abby saying, you know, like, I, I don't know what to blame with that, but I guess a lot of it too would be the, the, the things that are brought on to you um maybe in a southern place maybe not but in general like um the cliche of the world of you know you're supposed to find your true love have kids and stuff but i mean honestly and as fucked up and as deep as it sounds like you are born alone you're going to die alone like you you can't take (laughs) i'm sorry you can't take that person (laughs) to the grave i mean you can leave them behind yes and you know especially with your kids and stuff but like um you know in the long run, like, I mean, there's nothing set in stone that you have to, I mean, obviously sex is good. That's different. But like, <laughs> there's nothing set in stone where you have to be tied to someone all your life. You know, um, if you want to, that's fine. And if you find someone where you, you want that claim and you both agree, that's fine. But like the mindset of like always having to feel like you have to be with somebody to be happy. Mm-hmm that's a wrong uh, to me and that's a wrong mindset but that is something i always had in my life you know i always felt like i had to be with somebody sorry i'm just trying to agree with abby (laughs) oh no you're good like there's a very strong cultural sort of i i don't know what you'd call it (laughs) expectation more or less but it's like deeply embedded in the country's psyche. Oh yeah. That if you're not in a relationship, you're not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the world is slowly I or at least American society is slowly finally migrating to a place where like hey, people's relationships don't all have to look the same mm-hmm. and people don't all have to look the same. <laughs> um slow and steady, but I think people are becoming more Open? O- open-minded and accepting of things outside of the the trope. Oh, yeah. And, l- like, that is deeply exciting. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, if I wanted to, like, have a relationship with a lady friend and just live my life with my wife, that would be great. If I decided to go with a husband, that would be great. It's just... Uh, you know have you ever been in love uh that is a good question that is a very good question one that i ask myself often (laughs) i think it's okay to not know the answer to it yeah or to not want to talk about it but it was just asking what we were discussing it i'm willing to talk about it like um it's because i know that Love is a very complex Mm -hmm. thing, and I know I have a lot of it, specifically agape, like I've got a lot of unconditional love, like so much that it's run me into several problems with my family, 
where really you should totally distance yourself yeah, from remember them. Yeah, social distancing. Social distancing. <laughs> remember to stay home and social distance, thanks. But like, I, I guess, I mean, um, I mean, I, I not not to change your subject, but um, oh, yeah? like romantically in love. Romantically in love is a little more difficult because, I mean, there was uh, this uh, this one sort of my mom's best friend's son, and we we knew each other since we were literally born, and I knew I that I was in love with him. I planned on marrying him, and we broke up when we were about ten. Oh my god, I remember the days, especially being a guy, and like, you know, like, the first time we went through like a really shitty breakup was around maybe that age, and like, uh, and it was, it was dumb on my part, like, I had, um, I had called the girl we were calling each other all the time, and it was in North Carolina, and, uh, uh, her sister and I was being mm-hmm. sarcastic, was like, she's on a date with so-and-so, and she hung up on me, and I was like, well, <laughs> this is it, this is my life, Aww. I am done, done, dad, I'm done, <laughs> I, I want, I don't want to be around, I just want to cry. And my dad's like, son, you're like 10 year old. Grow the fuck up. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. We were going to get married. I had already all the milk planned for the wedding. Chocolate milk, four days. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate milk for a wedding? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like a mood. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah. Like, yeah, I know for certain I can say that I was in love with him, that one guy, and the two guys I dated in college, I I was not in love with them. I was, yeah, I I wasn't even attracted. I was just in the relationship with them because I felt like I was supposed to be, and like, Currently, there is a girl that I'm interested in right now, but I don't know how she feels about me, and that leads to a lot of confusion. Ah, so it's... I don't know (laughs) if that really counts. Yeah, it's, it's a pain. And I don't really know how to answer the question, have I ever been truly in love, if I'm not sure... If I have ever actually had that emotion or just thought I had that emotion, you know, it's really frustrating. I think it also I think it also depends on how you define it for yourself. Um, And I think that, you know, it's I think it's something that it's an existential question that people ask themselves for the rest of their lives. (sighs) Sorry, I just deep sigh. (laughs) But legitimately. That question really made it hard for me to figure out for myself Mm -hmm. that I was bi. And, like, put on further complications to that of, am I really ace or am I gray? That's But I've never had that bond, so I can't be sure yet. It's very hard to find people who, to talk to about the ace spectrum, because, you know, sexuality lies on this large Mm -hmm. spectrum and not only is that within who you are attracted to but it is also how you are attracted to people um Mm -hmm. i was i don't know how much we want to go on the podcast explaining like the ace spectrum and everything (laughs) but 
if if you are interested and you want to, I don't, I don't know how far into sexuality, but I, I highly suggest looking it up. Um, uh, educate yourself for your queer friend's sake. Oh yeah, absolutely. Your a spectrum friends will thank you. So as we wind this, <laughs> what turned into really deep, as we wind things down and making um, a close episode, um, I do want to ask, like, with the voice acting though. Um, do you have a target of where you, where your desire is with that? Like, do you, do you see yourself wanting to, uh, switch to doing, um, I guess visual acting? Do you see yourself wanting to, uh, do like big time voice acting for video games? Like what is your, what is your overall goal for that? But, um, legitimately, I would love to be any of those things. (laughs) I would love to do, like, visual acting or, like, voicing for uh, anime or cartoons or, like, a video game. I don't know if I'm Same. Mood. pretty enough mood to be a visual century. actor. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I've got so many problems with rosacea and acne. My face is a mess. Uh, but I could definitely see myself doing like voice acting for like Bioware or a uh, what's what's the company for Overwatch? Blizzard. A Blizzard. There's so many B name con- yeah companies. <laughs> I almost said countries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know this is fucked up to say, but you know, like when when the coronavirus happened, Blizzard's just like, whew, off our backs. As fucked up as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's like, um, okay, okay, so um, video game sales are going to go up. Uh, we're not going to have to worry about our controversy in China anymore. You could you could just picture them just standing there, and like everyone's like mad at them, and then they're and then everyone's like frowning on China, and they're standing with the people that were already frowning. They're like, yeah, how could you, China? And Blizzard's just standing there, like, don't mention, don't mention them, don't mention them. Yeah, how could you, man? You know what? We're gonna just go make video games. Please don't mention that player. Please don't mention that player. And they're just leaving the scene. <laughs> we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you! <laughs> Oh. oh gosh yeah um and so to close this episode out um a question we we kind of ask all guests now at this point um if you could give personal advice to anyone listening who's attempting mm-hmm. to try to uh to voice acting whether they're doing it for podcasts or doing it for audiobooks you know who who are who are in your shoes but but not yet at the level you are um what what advice would you give that that listener ask questions Do not be afraid to ask your fellow VAs for help and advice, because more often than not, they will happily give it. And, like, when I started out, I had no idea what I was doing. I had a Blue Yeti microphone left left over from my foray into YouTubing, so I knew, okay, that's decent for VAing, I'll start with that. Uh, I didn't have any actual soundproofing. I had, like, a wall, but I didn't have what I have now, which is essentially a sound cave made out of PVC pipes and quilts. And, like, there's a lot more that goes into it than you would ever expect, or anticipate, or even think to think about. And you will run into situations that you will not know how to handle, So 
just reach out to the people that you surround yourself with through your jobs and be like, hey, I'm having a problem. Have you had a similar problem in the past and how did you deal with it? And it'll be good. Voice over Twitter is uh, is bomb for if you want to reach out to a community of, of voice actors uh, and, and try to get some help. Voice over Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. A voice over Twitter is very, very nice. Like, that was my main avenue for attempting to audition for things for a long time. Well, with that being said, thank you so much for sitting down talking to us tonight, Cassandra. Oh, thank you for inviting me. This was pleasant. Abby, were you going to say something? I don't. I was just going to also say thank you, but I didn't oh. want <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was, no. like, was yeah. going to talk over somebody. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yay! <laughs> we did the thing. Hello, Sandra. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We're really excited. Oh, should we should we mention at the, the tail end of this that there's maybe something in the works that people should look forward to? Just um, we're not going to say anything about it, but... Not yet. Not yet. Okay. okay. Not yet. But I will leave that we'll in the episode, though. I will leave that in the episode. Oh, okay. Oh, because really? there is something, oh. but we can't explain <laughs> much more than that yet. But yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know what? That, you know, uh, I should have. What? I'm looking back. I'm thinking back, and uh-huh. uh, I'm an idiot. Why? Do you, uh, because there was some, there was a realization that I made, and then I remembered that I already knew that. <laughs> okay. Now I have questions. Uh,. <laughs> We'll, we'll do it after we stop yeah, recording. Yeah, let's just do this. Okay, thank you, Cassandra. Thank- <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. This episode features Cassandra Cherry. You can find more from Cassandra at CassandraCherry.wordpress.com. And you can also hear her in Season 1 of Emperor Pig's podcast, found on all streaming platforms now. Want more podcasts like Personalized? You can go to GravityUndone.net to find other podcasts such as Space Brains, Exit Plan, and My Creativity. Also, we would honestly really be thankful if you could follow Personalized on social media, share your favorite episodes, follow your guests, leave reviews on platforms such as iTunes and Podchaser. Seriously, look, everyone, if you're if you're ever like sitting in your car waiting in the fucking drive through because everyone and their brothers in there in front of you, you just bored of shit looking at your phone, wishing for some reason things would pick up. Or if you're in bed at night, also going through your phone like you shouldn't be with the light and shit just fucking glaring in your eyes and shit. Just look, do me a favor, log on to your iTunes, look up personalized, leave us a five star review, leave us three star review, leave a four star. Goddamn, just leave us a review, you know, um, there's that and there's podchaser.com. You know, we really appreciate it if you could leave us a review, tell us how you feel. I mean, we just love to hear from you. And also hearing from you, uh, if you go to Twitter, tweet at us, hashtag personalizedpodcast. Tell us your top three favorite video games. We'll we'll give you a bonus one. We got a bonus one. You, we'll give you a bonus one. How's that sound? Uh, I'd love to see what you, what you guys are playing and what game actually means the most to you in life. Last but not least, you can follow Abby at AbbyRoseVO on Twitter and find her on other podcasts such as The Veiled West and Crunchy Dragon Treats. Please enjoy this trailer. Alright, have a seat, class, and let Fernand educate you. From executive producer Persephone Rose. We've all got something we're dealing with here, and sometimes things get rough. In a city populated by monsters and demons. I 
want six pizzas, topped with your freshest sacrificed goat. Comes the story of a pizzeria that also sells weed. Hey G-Man, you got any new butt flavors? One crew must face unprecedented challenges. Let me talk to your manager. Anything with meat on it. You are definitely overcharging me. Of all the terrible customer service atrocities, we just have to push through and try our best. Let the transference of spirits begin! As the dough rises, Just what kind of business are you running around here, huh? And an empire falls. We didn't order any stinking pizza! Hey, wait! What shop did you say you were from again? You aren't really going to kill him, are you? I told him you'd be nothing but trouble. Imagine my surprise when it turned out I was right. Hey, boss. Fernie's gone and lost as another driver. Get me my silver bullet gun! No! My offspring have a basic right to eat. You are under arrest on cross-dimensional terrorism charges. We have extensive evidence linking you to massacres in at least six distinct universes. <laughs> Postal Roach Audio proudly presents Emperor Pig's <laughs> Pizza and Sigs. <laughs> Leave it or not, we've dealt with worse situations around here. EmperorPigs.com <laughs>